Episode 13, Home Invasion Robbery. What would you do if armed men forced their way into your home or apartment? This is the Crime School Radio Show. Where industry experts discuss the business of fighting crime and prevention strategies for making places safe. Leading today's discussion is security expert, Chris McGoey. Welcome to Crime School. Today we're talking about home invasion robbery, or in this case, apartment invasion robbery. We hear about these crimes in the news, and unless we know the victims or the locations, it doesn't make much of an impact on us, and we don't think it will happen to us. Well, in this case, you might know this victim. His name is Scotty McCreary. You might remember he's that 20-year-old country singer that won American Idol TV talent show back in 2011. He was a victim of apartment invasion robbery. He was a student at North Carolina State University near Raleigh. He was at home about 2 a.m. with his friends when someone knocked on the door and burst in and robbed everyone inside. I want to play a short clip from a radio show I was on to kind of lay the foundation. The name of this show is America's Morning Show. It's a very popular show in the South. The host is Blair Gardner. So let's play the clip, and we'll come back after and talk about it. Scotty McCreary, the victim of a home invasion yesterday just outside of NC State where he is going to school. He was at an apartment, uh, he and his friends, when suddenly three armed folks came into the apartment, told them all to get down on the ground, uh, guns to their head, from what I understand, and robbed them of all their cash, their wallets, electronics, just a horrible situation, and wanted to talk about what we can do to protect ourselves if we ever found ourselves in that situation. We're on the line with the crime doctor. His name is Chris McGoy, a specialist in all things security related. Chris, when we learned about this story with Scotty McCreary and this whole idea of home invasion, it's one that I'm not going to lie to you, man. It puts the fear of living God in me. As it should. It's one of the scariest things you could ever endure in your life. I think your home, you often think of it as your, you know, your sanctuary. And uh, what, in your experience, has been the typical kind of, of home invasion? Well, there is no real typical type, you know, per se. I mean, by definition, a home invasion is where someone forces their way into your home mm-hmm. and robs you. It's really a home invasion robbery. And they want the homeowner home. That's the scary thing about it. Unlike a burglar who wants an empty residence. You know, I can only imagine what it must have been like for Scotty and his friends there at this apartment and suddenly someone bursts in with three guns. If one of our listeners ever were to find themselves in that situation, what would you say is the most important thing to keep present in your mind? Well, you know, I never argue that point because there's it's, it's all different depending on the, who the victim is. What their what their age is, if it's male or female, if they're if they're younger, are they you know children home alone? Uh, I'm I'm all about planning, talking about this stuff now tonight. Have a family meeting and bring this up. You know what would you do? What what are we going to do? What what are we capable of doing? So you can prepare yourself, prepare your home, prepare your family to work as a unit, so everybody can survive it. Preventive steps, if you will. Yes, because once you're in it, if you're caught completely unaware, someone 
forces their way in and they're beating you down and attacking people, it's really too late for preparation. You're likely to act just on gut instinct, whatever that is. And every no two people are going to be alike. Uh, you're listening to Chris McGoy, who is a security specialist. And we're talking about home invasions because Scott A. McCreary yesterday morning found himself you know, in a department where three people came in with a gun. On your website, crimedoctor.com, you have a link for home invasion family survival tips. Uh, and there are some really great security steps that you can take. I mean, simple things like lighting the outside of your house. or Yes, absolutely. Uh, they're going to want to come through the front door. 90% of the time, the home invaders come through your front door. So you could definitely prepare your front door, harden it, if you will, mm-hmm. so it simply can't be kicked open or forced open. You know, as I understand from the situation with, with uh, Scotty McCreary, the three people that made their way in were brandishing guns. If you don't have a gun yourself what's the best thing to do? Well, if someone's already in your house and they get, they have a gun on you, it's too late to do almost anything else. You're, you're at the point where you need to comply, but keep thinking. You always want someone to get away. If you're at a large home, if there's kids or other people in the house, if someone can get away and get help coming, that's really paramount. You want the cavalry to be coming. Because home invaders are, are known to, once they get, get the house secured and all the occupants secured, they could spend hours in there. Which is just terrifying. It's terrifying, and it almost always gets worse. The outcome is worse. A lot of these guys, these home invaders, haven't thought it through. They thought about how they get in and how they'd uh, overcome all the occupants, but they haven't thought about, what do I do now? What do I do with these people? Now that they've seen me, they've heard my voice. Uh, what do I do? And that's where it gets scary. Well, for anyone listening that wants to arm their family with just the sense of knowing that you have prepared for this, Chris's website, crimedoctor.com, has some great simple tips that you can take to help prepare yourself should heaven forbid something like this happen to you. Chris, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate the input, buddy. Glad to do it. Welcome back. I hope you found that clip interesting. Kind of gave you some background on the story and who the victim was, Scotty McCreary. But this could happen to anyone, any place. It could happen to you. So like I said in the clip, I think it's important that you have a family meeting and talk about this stuff. What are we going to do? If you're by yourself, you have a meeting of one. But you come up with a plan. What are we going to do if something like this should happen to us? If you listen to my shows or read my materials, you know that I'm all about prevention. I'm all about planning. Are there things we could do today that would make something like this less likely? Is there something about my lifestyle that I could alter to make something like this less likely? Are there ways I could handle myself, or are there ways I could prepare the apartment or the house that will make access to me less likely and put me in a better position to respond to something like this? Now, here's some observations I made as I read the clip, and I've done a little research uh, afterwards about this incident. But what jumped out at me was Scotty McCreary and his friends are obviously out late. It's about 2 in the morning at the time of the incident. Now, it is a college campus, so that might not be unusual. And these are 20-year-olds, so being up late at night might not be unusual. But Scotty told the police that they had gone out to get hamburgers and they just came back to the apartment with the food. So that kind of raised point number one. Was their apartment unit selected because they were observed coming back into the unit? I don't know. Sometimes that's how you're selected. 
Or were the home invaders just random? Were they just walking down the building, knocking on every door? And the first door that opened, they would enter. I don't know that fact yet either. If I find out more, I'll update this episode. But one thing is consistent, that the robbers knocked on the door first. Now that tells me usually the door's locked, because typically they would try, try it first, just to see if it's unlocked. But the fact that they knocked, they wanted someone to open the door. They wanted to see if somebody was home, or if somebody would simply open the door. They don't have to make a lot of racket. And I also picked up, in part from the clip, but also doing the uh, follow-up investigation, that these robbers were heavily armed. There was four of them total. There's only one individual who came to the door. It was a young black male, about 19 years old. He knocked on the door, albeit 2 a.m. And one of the occupants of the apartment, one of Scotty's friends, just got up and, I'm happy to say, didn't open the door right away. He looked through the peephole. And he saw this young man on the other side of the door. And he gave a, a quote to the media saying, well, he didn't look suspicious because he didn't have a mask on. He wasn't wearing gloves. So I figured it was okay. So he opened the door. Now, once he opened the door, there was three other guys that were kind of hid out of view of that peephole. And man, these guys were armed to the teeth. One guy came in with an assault rifle. And he sort of put it on the sternum of the man who answered the door, and he just backed him back into the apartment with the gun in his chest. Two other robbers came in immediately with handguns. One put a handgun to the head of Scotty McCreary, and the other one to one of his friends, and told everyone to immediately get down on the floor, which is a typical scenario. They want to huddle everyone together and get them submissive. And once there was full compliance, then the robbers went about robbing them. So they took all the available cash. They took their, their cell phones, any other small electronics. They took a laptop. I think the total was about $1,600 worth of electronic items and cash. So it was a pretty good score. Now, fortunately for Scotty McCreary and the other victims, that's all they wanted. They wanted their stuff, and they didn't feel it necessary to harm them. Now, in part, I think that's probably because Scotty McCreary and his friends cooperated fully. They didn't attempt to resist under these circumstances when they're fully covered by uh, many weapons. So once they got what they wanted, they left. And they told the victims, just lie on the floor, lie on the rug, count to 100 before you get up and do anything. And they turned and disappeared. This scenario could have been much worse. There could have been much more serious injuries and a lot of different outcomes. Now, like we talked about in other shows, what were their options at that point? There was four armed men. You have to presume that they're prepared to use them. The occupants of the apartment were caught totally by surprise. They weren't prepared to defend themselves. Uh, many of the occupants were just visitors, so they don't really have a backup plan. They don't have weapons. They had nothing staged. Uh, I have to assume, since it's an apartment, it was a very small room, very congested, with uh, five occupants plus four robbers. We have nine people in what seemingly is the living room. There really wasn't a lot of room to maneuver. And like most apartments, there's one way in and one way out through the front door. So all of the options were really limited, and planning would be very difficult. The only plan that might have been successful is... The obvious one, don't open the door. 
Now, for those that live in apartments, it would be important to look and check and verify that you have a solid core door between you and any intruders like this. It would be nice if you had a steel door jamb and you had a heavy-duty deadbolt in place and you used that deadbolt and you had a peephole in your door. So if anyone knocks on the door, you can certainly look out the peephole first to see who's there. But you need to factor in the time of day. This is 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, I understand that it's a college campus area and students are up and about at all hours. But still, if you have children that are at college, I would talk to them about just this. When you're in that apartment and your door is closed and it's locked, it stays locked until you could verify who's on the other side of that door. In this case, it would have been a simple matter for the person who answered the door to inquire who's there as well as looking out through the peephole. If he doesn't know that young man, you ask why. What do you want? Why are you here? And if they give a plausible explanation, then maybe that's a different story. But uh, a home invader robbery usually doesn't come up with a plan or doesn't know the people you know or really doesn't know the right things to say. So that door shouldn't come open until you're satisfied that you know who's on the other side. Now, young men in a case like this, I'm sorry to say, when you have five friends in an apartment, you feel pretty, pretty empowered, and you really don't feel threatened. So I could see them, understandably, opening the door quickly. But the lesson to be learned here is you can never tell. And really, if you have the state of mind to make it your practice and your routine, Anytime you're in an apartment, either alone or with friends, and someone knocks on the door to find out who's on the other side without opening the door. In this case, it very well may have prevented this apartment invasion robbery from occurring. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I try to present a variety of educational topics, but keeping with the theme of making places safe for people and property. The subject matter of Crime School is influenced by your feedback, so I encourage you to tell me about your ideas for future discussion. I'm always looking for a guest. If you have a particular crime or loss prevention expertise, you have a special legal background about liability, you have an interesting crime prevention product to review, or if you're a crime victim with a motivating story and outcome to share, I want to talk to you. Now, I'm not very active on social media. I'm old. What could I say? I don't quite get it, but I'm trying to learn. Meanwhile, I appreciate those who are active in social media to share these episodes to attract others who may want to learn and benefit from this content. In fact, if you have an iTunes account and you want to help others find Crime School, please leave us a five-star rating and review. That will really help us be discovered. I invite you to join the Crime School community. We're all like-minded people. You could provide your email address on any web page, any opt-in form on the Crime School website. In this way, you'll receive immediate notification of any new audio or video episodes published, or any special events for that matter. Thank you for participating in Crime School and for doing your part in making places safe. This is the Crime School Radio Show with your host, Chris McGoey.
We invite you to comment on today's topic and join the Crime School community. For more information and show notes from this episode, please visit crimeschool.com.